What is up, guys? Welcome to the Why Not You podcast. I'm Francis Volpe, co-founder of Why Not You Media. I'm here with my business partner. Tony Peck here. And on this podcast, we're going to be talking about everything from entrepreneurship, mindset, marketing, branding, and of course, most importantly, your why and why you do what you do. And now let's talk about why we started this podcast. We are starting this podcast to give you guys a tips, trips, strategies, advice that you need to help take yourself and your business to where it wants to be. Because ultimately, why not you? Why can't you achieve what it is you want to achieve? And that's what we set forth with bringing this podcast to life and why we put this company together at the end of the day. Yeah, so I think, Tony, to start out, uh, I think that you should you know, give a little bit of your background. You know, where this journey began three years ago, you know, starting with Instagram, with the penny stocks, cigar lounges. I think definitely dive into that and, you know, let our listeners uh, hear you out. Yeah, listen, so a lot of you may be knowing who I am already. Tony Peck, I'm born and raised Bronx, New York. And when I was younger, I've always been entrepreneurial. You know, I did the lemonade stands. I did the shoveling snow. I used to sell Yu-Gi-Oh cards back in the day. Remember Yu-Gi-Oh cards were a thing? Yes. Instead of baseball cards. So always had that entrepreneur bug. Never knew what an entrepreneur was, though. And my dad, you know, working class guy, always in the union. He did not go to college. So, of course, what he didn't know, he didn't know. So because he didn't go to college, I had to go to college. So I went to college. I ended up going to Manhattan College and was studying to get a degree in mechanical engineering. But when I was a freshman in college, I remember the day vividly, too. I was in the dorm room with some of my buddies, and we were talking about Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, and how much money these guys were making per day. And we said to ourselves, they're regular people. You know, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, how are they making so much money? We can't make this much money, especially with an engineering degree. That's not a realistic goal to have. And that's when my mind shift started changing. And I said to myself, I need to be around people that are like who I want to become. So having the opportunity of living in New York City, I would hop on the train, and I would go to cigar lounges. And I would sit down with these guys that were 40, 50, 60 years old that were worth millions, tens of millions, whatever it was. And I would just learn from them. And I started learning how to network. And when I graduated college, I said to myself, I can't live that lifestyle by having a good job as an engineer. And that's when I said to myself, it's time for me to take a chance. Now's the best time to do it. And my backup is that I can always become an engineer. So with that, I... Bought a few penny stock trading courses. I learned how to trade penny stocks, and that's what I was doing day to day. With it, I was doing all right, but I had a lot of free time on my hands. So with that time, I would just spend, you know, figuring other things that I could do. And something clicked in my mind saying that I should get on Instagram. Now, this is three years ago at the time, 2016, we're talking about. So I made my first Instagram page. I called it Ace of Trading. Just in case I wanted to sell like a trading course in the future, I was going to use the page to, to market through it. And at the time, I was just reposting motivational quotes and posting pictures of, you know, me smoking cigars, stuff like that, lifestyle stuff, and trying to be as motivational as possible. And I started getting traction. With that traction, I said, you know, I have enough time. I can make another page. And that's where I created Ace of Cigars. And then I created Ace of Cars and then Ace of Motivation, Ace of Luxury, Ace of Fashion, Ace of Fitness. And 13 accounts later, four months passed, had over a quarter million followers. And that's when stuff getting fun. That's when people started reaching out to me to do shout outs. And that's when me and Fran reconnected. You know, me and Fran actually went to high school. The guy went to Fordham Prep for the New Yorkers that are, you know, listening on in. Shout out FP. There we go. We uh, we pretty much, we weren't that close in high school. You know, we were friends. We both went to the, the gym a lot, so we knew each other from the gym. Tried to convince you to play football Tried for to convince four years. Football Never while. do it. Yeah, I did basketball and track and field, believe it or not. I did not do track for those that are listening that know how large of a man I am. I did field. I was uh, pretty good at discus, too. I was in the state of discus back then. Remember that? Wow. Craziness. Yeah, time flies. It really does. So me and Fran, we reconnected back over here at home. There's a thing for Thanksgiving Eve. Everyone goes to White Plains. It's like the area. And Fran saw me out, you know, in 2016. And he was like, hey, I see you on Instagram. Like, you have 10,000 followers. Like, it's pretty cool. What the fuck you got going on? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we'll grab a cigar. I'll talk about it. So we did. And at that time, I was overwhelmed with the 13 accounts I had. I was like, do you want to take half of them? And wherever we close, we'll, we'll start splitting and we'll start growing from there. 
And that's how this whole thing started. You know, it's, it's fucking crazy. It's been three years. We're sitting in our office right now recording this podcast, looking at the logo that we painted on the wall. And it all it all came from that. You know, it all came from taking a chance and just believing in that we had something to to do with what we had in our minds, I guess you can say, because why not us? Yeah. You know, that's No, 100%. And, you know, Tony and I actually have, like, very different stories. You know, my story, uh, grew up in the Maranek, New York, right here in Westchester County. Uh, you know, single mom. Played sports my entire life. Went to Homics Middle School. Uh, decided to, you know, made the decision to go to Fordham Prep, uh, where I was uh, two-sport athlete. Played football and hockey. Um, you know, helped Fordham Prep win, you know, their first football championship in years in the AA. Uh, shout out to that team back in 2011, going into 2012. Crazy how fast time goes. But you know, from there, um, I went on to play college football at Assumption College. Uh, for the for the Greyhounds, uh, shout out to you know my, my few teammates right now in the NFL, killing it. Um, but yeah, played four years at Assumption College, uh, studied business, studied business management and marketing. But for some reason, growing up, you know, I never really thought of, uh, the entrepreneurial route. That really wasn't a word used. I feel like when we were growing up, no, it, it definitely wasn't. It definitely wasn't a word used, but it was more popular. I think when we were like sophomores or junior year in college, like 2013. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. And maybe for me, you know, I always had dreams of, you know, wearing the suit, working in New York city, working for some big financial firm, making tons of money, nice cars, house, all that type of stuff. And I didn't really realize until I was in college that, Working for somebody was not really going to be my route. Um, I was, you know, very uh, de- independent. Uh, I was an only child, so I did a lot of things on my own. Obviously, I have my, you know, best friends from growing up who are still my best friends uh, in my family. But at the end of the day, you know, I just said to myself, I can figure this out. You know, let me do something on my own. And it wasn't really, I didn't really find my passion until it was, I, I broke my leg. Uh, I broke my leg pretty badly, which resulted in surgery. Uh, I have a plate and nine screws in my left leg. But during that time that I was out of commission, I couldn't walk for months, um, I had a lot of time to think. I had a lot of time to figure out what it is I wanted to do. And during that time, I did study for my loan officer test, uh, loan origination test. I did pass it and went into mortgages once I was able to start walking again. But even then, you know, I reflected back and, you know, to that time that my leg was broken and something was missing. There was a void. And it was actually not until my mom said to me, hey, friend, you know, uh, we have a family friend named Chaz Menendez who's been in the TV movie industry for 25 years now. He's a professional stuntman and, you know, he's having classes and I would love for you to come. I think it's something for you to continue your, you know, using your athletic ability. So I said, you know what? Why not? I'll try it. So I showed up to class, fell in love instantly. Um, you know, I have a bit of a boxing background, and it allowed me to use that. It allowed me to use my athletic ability, move around, create fight choreography, learn just TV and movie. And it really wasn't until this that I realized, like, I love to be on camera. I love to be behind camera. I love coming up with new ideas and new footage ideas, content, you name it. I just, I fell in love. And when Tony and I reconnected and we were thinking about what could we do together in order to start a business, um, you know, I said to him one day, just while we were actually at Doc James Cigar Lounge, I said, yo, let's just do a media company. 
it's perfect. You know, you have the following, you've learned and understand how to build a brand. And I think that we can help a lot of people. We can impact a lot of individuals and businesses. And because of this company, you know, 2019, you know, besides obviously we all have ups and downs, was probably one of the greatest years of my life. I'd say it was definitely the greatest year of my life. We traveled to seven different states. We've made relationships with, I'd confidently say over a thousand people easily that, you know, we were able to just become so close with because we have the freedom, the flexibility to do so and just to be able to live our passion and just have such a great time while building something that has become way more than us has just been an un- unreal year. It's been, it's been, I don't know, I'm at a loss for words, yeah, honestly, man. It, it's been insane. It's it's actually been incredible. And um, and that's I, why we're doing this podcast, so to help other people like you to get to that point where they are, when you are able to do exactly what it is you want to do. Every, listen, we work every day. We work extremely long hours, but it's just very cliche. It's not work. Like a lot of time, it's me and Fran together. We're going out to meetings and stuff, but the meetings, you're talking to people that you're building relationships with. If you do it the right way, it's not a business transaction. It's not work. It's not tedious. It's not annoying. It's enjoyable. We enjoy every day. We look forward to every day because it's always something different. It's always and the stuff that we want to do. 100%. I couldn't agree more with you on everything that you just said, Tony. And it's just like we're also, we've been, you know, blessed and privileged to have the people around us that we do. Um, you know, we've, uh, it was amazing. And I don't believe in coincidences that we rekindled and, you know, we're able to create something that now we're so passionate about. And we have people that are on our team that are passionate about what we're trying to do. You know, we have people like Mark Supic. Mark is, you know, a 22 year old kid now. Yeah, he's 22, who is extremely talented. The kid produces music, works with me hand in hand on creating new content for our company, for clients. He basically, you know, can take what I'm thinking in my head and, you know, bring it to life. I've been blessed with that. Uh, we're blessed with having um, our assistant, Stefania. Stefania is the probably one of the greatest people that we've ever met. Um, she, no task is too big for her. She can figure it out, get it done, takes care of everything that we can't do. When we have to check into it at the airport, she gets it done. She, she's amazing and we're blessed to have her on the team. Then there's Michael, our third business partner who, you know, he's behind the scenes, doesn't really like to be seen too much, but you know, he keeps the ship right. You know, he's a voice of reason. He's someone that can step in and takes a lot off our plate. Um, makes things work that Tony and I, if we tried to do, we'd probably break it. Um, so, and then on top of that, we have our guy, Steve, Steve Adams, shout out Destin Films, incredible, incredible talent. Um, this kid, he just has a way with camera that he can, you know, bring anything to feel, you know, pull the heartstrings. He's amazing at what he does. And we've been blessed. Uh, I can't use that word enough to have every one that we have from the, you know, the Anthony Fortes to the Chris Ruggiero's to uh, the, the list Joe of the, the Joe DeVito's, the Tim Mitchell the and recruit. Kevin, the glute recruit. Um, the list just goes on. Like we could sit here and just continuously name people and that would probably take up the entire podcast. Um, but we really like the beginning of this podcast, you got to learn a little bit about each of us. You're going to learn way more throughout this podcast for sure. Yeah. hundred percent. You're going to learn how, you know, there's going to be things that Tony and I don't agree with that we do agree with, but the one thing that we've agreed on and 
this is going to be a raw and real podcast. Yeah. Uncut. We're not editing anything. If this is boring, you turn it off now mm-hmm. because we're not here to make this prim, proper, and pretty. We're here to give you as much value as we can while trying to grow our business. We're extremely fucking busy at the end of the day. We don't have time to sit here and make this podcast become a focal business for us. So we're going to get on here and we're going to drop as much advice, knowledge, and value that we possibly can in the time that we have with you guys. In a real way. And if me, me and Fran don't agree on something, you're going to hear us not agree on something. Yeah. And you're going to be you're going to get a lot of insight into partnerships as well. Yep. And me and Fran talk about this a lot, that especially in our industry, the marketing and the, the media industry, you don't see a lot of companies where two partners run, run helm and are the face of the business and are doing stuff all the time together to build the business. So I think it's going to be interesting to see the inner workings of partnerships because I know there's a lot of questions I get and so does Fran about how do you pick a partner, how do you make partnerships work, and what you can do with that type of stuff. So a lot of great insights going to come out of this podcast I think is unique in different ways. But ultimately, it's going to be about helping you guys believe why not you. Yeah, right? That's what this is about. Yeah, 100%. And you know what? I think what you just said is a great segue to kind of just jump into a bit of a conversation for this topic. And I think a lot of people listening are probably thinking about starting a business, mm-hmm. maybe they haven't, haven't jumped and just done it yet. So for our listeners out there that haven't started a business yet, but you continuously have this idea, but you don't want to do it alone and you want to find a business partner to help you execute. Because I'll tell you something right now, you know, having someone on your side and in your corner that can take such, um, you know, stress off of your plate is incredible. Like, you know, I, like I mentioned before, I do stunt work and when I'm on set, like I, for example, I worked on a show about three weeks ago. I couldn't really be on my phone. I couldn't do much because I'm on set. I have to be respectful of the place and time in which I'm at. And, you know, Tony, Michael, Mark, Stefania, everyone just got everything done. And you can't do that if you run a business by yourself. But kind of to jump into picking the business partner topic, because I think that's just a great topic for us to start with. Um, For me, one of the biggest things is that you cannot be jealous. And I've said this on another podcast I was interviewed on. And the reason why I bring this up is because what you'll start to see in a lot of businesses, and it creates a lot of uh, tension, is that you have business partners and the business starts to grow and one might begin to get more attention than the other. You know, you can look at it in sports like the NBA, the NHL, the NFL, like there's players that are going to be highlighted more. You know, because they're the star player, they've helped bring the team to stardom or the business to stardom, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, you are you are a business partner, you are a part of a group. So when I say don't be jealous, because if you allow jealousy and emotion to take place in your decision making and how you go about doing business, you're going to ruin that business, right? For example, you know, Tony and I were in the sales game. There's months and where I, you know, and this is something I said to Tony prior to even getting in the business. I said to him, I don't care if you ever make more money than me. It doesn't bother me. But what will bother me is if it hurts and hinders the growth of the company. And he completely got that. You know, he completely understood that. And I'm never, ever, I can say this to the day I die, I will never be jealous of money that people make, the cars that they drive, or whoever is doing what and within our company. Because I, at the end of the day, there's a bigger vision. The vision is to make sure that Why Not You, not just Why Not You Media, Why Not You becomes a household name. So if you're going to do business with somebody, you know, not saying you have to screen them and, you know, interview them, but get to know that person, you know. 
really like learn what makes them tick, what bothers them, like what gets them excited, you know? And if you're going to ever get jealous, if you feel as though you're a jealous person, you need to be self-aware of that. You need to tell yourself, okay, maybe I need to go into business by myself because working with that business partner who might start to get stardom and traction, I can't deal with that. It won't let, I can't sleep at night. Yeah. You know, I think that's a good point too. Obviously everything you said, but I, the self-awareness part that you hit upon, I think that's what most people, whether they're starting business or not, they, they lack it. They don't think it's an important thing, but I'm, I'm pretty damn confident to say when, before me and Franny started joining and becoming partners, that we both spent a lot of time prior to that, leading up to that, doing mindset, doing development, because we were still together. We just didn't know what business we were gonna jump together and like make ship with pretty much. And at that point in time, when we were figuring ourselves out is when we became self-aware. So that's when I knew I'm not the creative, or I don't wanna do this, I don't wanna do that, I can't do this, and I'm good at this. So now I'm more aware knowing that, okay, listen, the things that I'm good at, I'm gonna do more of that. But I need other people that can do the things I'm not good at and want to do those things. And, you know, while we're on the topic of partnerships, I think a lot of people are afraid to give away that type of equity and to split things. You know, with us, we got three partners. So it's 33, you know, three ways. And to people, it's like, wow, well, if they make 100000 they only walk away with $30,000 each. But if they make 100000 by themselves, they make 100000 by themselves. But what you don't realize is when you have two other partners with you, it helps you make more money. Instead of making the 100000 you're able to make 500000 So the 33% ends up being more anyway because you have the partners. Because with the partners, you're able to just double down on what you're good at. Like our other partner, Mike, he's not going to be on this podcast. Most of you may not even know what he looks like because he wants to be that behind the scenes. Very true. His strength is technology and helping facilitate me and Fran together to... Uh, I guess find the middle ground with our uh, personalities, I guess you can say, right? Yeah. You know, me and Fran are extremely different in a lot of ways. We're also extremely similar in a lot of ways. But Michael really has that that touch and that care to really have that like the fine mix between the two of us. And that's his thing, that and the technology. Outside of that, Michael does not want to do sales. Michael does not enjoy going to meetings. That's not his thing. He's not, he's not, he doesn't want to be around people. That's not his thing. He's an introvert. I'm not like that. I love being around people. You know, and Fran's the creative. Fran likes creating things. You know, that's his passion. That's what he's good at. Me, I want to do the relationships, the business side of stuff. But most people, they don't want to say they're bad at some things. So you really have to be self-aware before you start a business or even while you're in the business to see things that you don't want to do or you don't think that you're good at and just focus on what you enjoy doing and what you are good at. Because at the end of the day, if you're doing the stuff that you like, you're going to end up doing better at that than you would doing the things you don't like doing and just doing it to go through the motions. You know, like if I had to do the creative stuff that Fran does, it's going to be a different story, you know, just because it's like if I don't enjoy doing it, how am I going to give 110%? It's that mm-hmm. much more difficult to do so. Yeah. Or if Fran had to do the technology side of things and he doesn't like doing it, he can't give 110 He's just doing it to try to get it done as fast as we possibly can. But when you are able to allocate it to partners that have the same vested interest as you and treat the business, it, listen, anyone that has a business, as listen, you guys already know, it's your baby. So to have two other people that know the exact same love and care for that business it's, it's an advantage at the end of the day because if you don't have partners and you're by yourself as a solopreneur, you don't have someone you can confide in and talk to and ask questions that ultimately will think about the question as much as you do. Because you can have friends, you can have family, you can have people you rely on, but at the end of the day, they don't have an equity stake. It's not their business. It's not their baby. They're not going to bleed for it. So their advice is going to be advice, surface level advice, not deep conversations. But when you both, all of you, that all the partners have, equity and are part of the business, it adds a layer of depth into the conversations you guys can have together about the business that you cannot get from outside people that aren't a part of the business because it's not their baby. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, with a, you know, closing statement here on this topic, we I truly- We're going to do an episode on this. Yeah, we will. We will. I think truthfully, you know, 
picking a business partner is going to make or break your business. Mm-hmm. It is not a decision that you can really impulsively do. You have it's to. It's a feeling. It's a feeling. Right, you yeah. know, it's definitely a feeling. You know, it's something that, you know, Tony and I are together sometimes seven days a week, 12 hours a day. And, you know, there's times where, like, we'll bicker and stuff, but we never get, like, mad at each other. Like, no, I it's, honestly, yeah, it's like... it's never anger. Like, it's, it's never just, like, anger. I'm annoyed with him. He's like, my brother, like, shut up. I yeah. hear this so many times, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, we spent 10 days on a 10-day business trip together, mm-hmm. and, you know, we went home stronger. and... Uh, stronger. <laughs> stronger, you know? We bonded, and we had a yeah. great time. Like, we slept for the next two days because <laughs> we were both just fried from all the flying and things. But you know what? It really is a feeling. It's got to be someone that you can enjoy being around, that you can bounce ideas off of. But you can also, at the end of the day, you can check each, check each other when the time is right. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's times where I'm wrong about something, and I like, you know, I have a very, I can be very aggressive and get annoyed with stuff. And Tony's like, no, 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 yo, stop, relax, like I'll handle it, or vice versa. Tony will get might get upset about something, and I'll be like, dude, there's no reason to get upset. We're gonna we're gonna figure it out, and we're gonna handle it. So I think in closing statement, guys, you know, if you're if you're listening to this or when when you listen to this, just when you're about to start that business, don't wait on getting the business off the ground. But when it comes to picking that business partner, be do your due diligence. You know, make sure you know what you're getting into because you know Starting a business with your best friend might not be the best decision. Or and, it may be the best decision. Or it could you be. Know, we're, gonna, we're definitely going to get into another episode about this. I'm sure we get a lot of feedback on this. Um, and the way I, my two partners, me and Fran, were not friends before. But like we knew each other before business. We were friendly. We went to the gym together. But we weren't like boys hanging out, going out when we were younger. And then other partner, Mike, he is my best friend. I've been best friends with Michael since the seventh grade. We went to grammar school together. He lived around the block from where we were kids. High school, we didn't go to the same high school, but we were still best friends in high school. And then we went to Manhattan College together, and he became my college roommate and had every single class with me through our college. So I took my best friend, and I took someone that I'm not best friends with or not even really friends with at all, but we more had a, me and Fran were together so because we had an, an aligned vision at the end of the day. And I took both of those people, and they became my partners. And it's worked magnificently because we're all aware of our strengths we're all aware of our weaknesses and at the end of the day it's not tony it's not fran it's not michael it's why not you that's a larger sum for all of us it's about the business and the brand above anything else and with that being said guys we are super excited to take you on this journey with us by doing these podcast episodes you guys can reach out to us on instagram i'm tony peck underscore t-o-n-y-p-e-c underscore and we got fran at at francis volpe f-r-a-n-c-i-s-v-o-l-p-e and if you guys have any questions shoot us a dm if you know us you know text us we're gonna definitely be getting guests on here we're gonna be talking about people's wives we're gonna do business topics a lot of exciting stuff to come in the near near future fran you want to say anything to, to round this out and guys just a closing sentence why not you